0: Hey, what's up? You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show podcast.
1: Thanks for checking it out, and make sure you subscribed. Hammer and Nigel, Do you believe these characters are weirdos on ninety three WIBC.
2: So let's rock. It.
1: My name is Nigel Jason Hammer writes over there, and Hammer, um, lots of devastation in Southwest Florida after Hurricane Ian.
0: Yeah, man, seeing some of these pictures on social media today, It's crazy. It's it's sad because that's a place that I've gone to vacation a lot, up and down that Florida Gulf Coast. I know you've got a trip to that side of Florida coming up next week, Nige. And the sobering part of this was this morning when the Lee County Florida Sheriff was speaking with Good Morning America on what the death toll could be.
3: So while I don't have confirmed numbers, I definitely know the fatalities are, are in the hundreds Um, There are thousands of people that are waiting to be rescued Uh, and, again, cannot give a true assessment until we're actually on scene assessing each scene and we can't access people. That's the problem. Uh, We're we're accessing the bridges. We're we're seeing what's compromised and what's not. Uh, And and this will be a life-changing event for the men and women that are responding.
1: That was on Good Morning America. He seemed to, that was, again, that was the sheriff uh, Lee County, Florida. Um, He seemed to um, take a more uh, cautious tone about the possible death toll later in an interview with CNN saying, quote, I don't know the exact numbers. It's very preliminary. So I pray to God that it's not in the hundreds.
0: Florida's governor, Ron DeSantis, was asked about that number on an interview that he did on Fox
3: Well, I I, I think there's a potential for significant fatalities. I think that was based on an estimate of the people that were calling in from areas that were suffering severe flooding, and they looked at the number and thinking whether uh, those folks were ended up being able to survive that. We just don't know. Obviously, there's rescue attempts uh, that are being made. I mean, I can tell you, if you look at some of those communities in kind of the northern part of Lee County and part of Charlotte's that are in some of the rivers and inlets and harbors, you know, they had massive massive oh, yeah. flooding i mean it wasn't just a couple feet i mean they had five six feet of flooding so that is clearly a life-threatening situation but i think it's too soon to put any type of numbers on that and those numbers you know certainly have not been confirmed at this point and it's my hope that some of those folks called in um, are going to be able to be rescued uh, today if they haven't already yeah let's pray
1: for sure uh, fema the federal emergency management agency also said quote we have a few reports of some fatalities uh, we know from the sheriff and from some of our other reports that they expect the number to go up.
0: So what we know right now, 2.5 million folks without power in southwest Florida. Yeah. That was at 3 million um, early this morning. So 500,000 have had their power restored already, which is amazing that those first responders and the power crew, know, yeah. they're able to get things going that quickly. Some, but of,
1: some of which are from Indiana.
0: Yeah, Task Force One has made their way down. Uh, but I'm seeing tons of photos of downed power lines, deep standing water, uprooted trees, Fort Myers Beach. Fort Myers Beach seems to have taken the brunt of this hurricane. Some of those pictures, it looks like a bomb has gone off.
1: Yeah, Fort Myers, Charlotte County, Marco Island, where I was just at a few few months ago, all had curfews last night. Yeah. Um, South of Florida has been devastated for sure. There, Fort Myers police warning residents uh, Thursday to stay off the roads. The local curfew is still in effect. Hazardous roadway obstructions. Live power lines down across that city. I have neighbors uh, of mine that also have residents in Bonita Springs and Naples down towards that area, and they're – uh, they live in high rise buildings or their second homes are in buildings. Uh, the garages were flooded. I mean, their cars are underwater, wow. but they keep there. It's crazy.
0: Robert Ray is a uh, weather forecaster for Fox Weather. He is in Fort Myers.
2: Look at this. Uh, the storm surge has done. It's pushed vessels uh, on top of each other on their sides in a collision course. These are large, some of these, like toys, uh, now just ripped apart by the storm surge and the hurricane force winds and all the debris here, just uh, remarkable uh, in this here area. Look at this. These are the docks, concrete docks split in half and pushed by uh, all of the energy here. Uh, Just a ridiculous amount of destruction. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, millions of dollars of destruction just where I'm standing uh, right now on this dock. And Fort Myers downtown is just uh, over uh, here to my left, and that is where the streets were flooded uh, last night as the hurricane-force winds came in, uh, just wreaking havoc. Debris, Amy, was flying everywhere. Trees, uh, roofs, and uh, it was tough to even get out of here for uh, my photographer
0: it's going to take a lot of people
1: to help rebuild that entire coastline of florida Uh, they've done it before they could do it again unfortunately you live down in that area it's so beautiful i've been down there several times and that's it it, you know these these things are rare but man when they happen it just seems like it is it's too overwhelming and too i I mean the uh, word apocalyptic Comes to mind. Uh, we had our friend on the air yesterday, uh, my buddy Marco, who is radio personality. He's based out of Florida now, calling from Tampa. He decided to stick it out. He and his family. He's got a rather large family down in Tampa. Um, just an update from him. It seemed it seems like you know places like Miami-Dade kind of escaped the uh, the hurricane. Tampa-St. Pete area kind of escaped the hurricane. So I asked him how he was this morning. He said they never lost power where he was at in in, in Tampa. Although his next door neighbor. Uh, Their giant tree fell down uh, in their yard. So some places uh, it missed and they got lucky. Other places, Southwest Florida, Marco Island, Fort Myers, Charlotte County, uh, really, really devastating. Rescue operations
0: have been underway since about 1 a.m. last night. Once that eye started to make its way through Florida, the rescue operations began immediately once again, here's Florida's Governor Ron DeSantis.
3: I want to thank the 26 states that have sent us support, uh, including Tennessee, Virginia, Montana, New York, Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Georgia. I just spoke with Kay Ivey from Alabama, uh, and she's uh, supporting uh, sending uh, some Blackhawk helicopters down to help. Uh, Governor Bill Lee in Tennessee uh, fast-tracked a request that we had from Tennessee. We appreciate that. I was also just able to speak with John Bell Edwards from Louisiana. They've helped us, but he said, hey, we've got a lot of experience in hurricanes recently so these guys are good ask us we want to send more and so we really appreciate uh, that consideration.
0: So now keeping our eye on this storm as it makes its way through the state of Florida it's going out to the Atlantic and now the coastline of South Carolina has hurricane warnings in place because this storm could spin back and it's expected to make landfall in Charleston South Carolina Friday morning could be a category 1 at that point substantially uh substantially diminished but still that's a category 1 hurricane that's how strong this thing was it went through the state went
1: out to the ocean and now it's spinning yeah, back and side. it's still a cat 1 did you see the the did we talk about this on the air yesterday the florida reporter i think she's in actually i think she's in manatee county where i'm uh, uh, i think i'm going next week i'm not sure she she was she had put on um a condom on her microphone while she was re- broadcasting live in the hurricane. Did you see did you see this? She did, did this not because
0: she was trying to make some sort of, you know, political point or <laughs> some sort of stance on, you know, reproductive rights. She didn't want her microphone <laughs> to get wet. So she thought, you know what? What better way to protect my gear it. than by using a condom on the microphone? Now, it was bizarre because she's talking about really serious stuff. Sure. But she's holding this mic up, and you see the little tip. <laughs> the reservoir tip. Right, sure. Of the yeah. condom on top. She did a video on social media to address what became a viral moment.
3: A lot of people are asking. It is what you think it is. It's a condom. It helps protect the gear. We can't get these mics in wind. It's a lot of rain, so we gotta do what we gotta do, and that is put a condom on the microphone.
1: This hurricane report brought to you by Trojan Magnum. <laughs> this is an endorsement and opportunity waiting to happen for her. Right? I mean exactly. a spokesman I mean she could quit her job and become a spokesman.
0: Now most <laughs> reporters that I've seen have like Ziploc baggies over the mic sure. or yeah. something like that i've never seen the condom on the mic it makes sense
1: i wonder if she's the kind of gal that just carries a few on her just to have around in case <laughs> or she had to make that purchase specifically for their, their job duties <laughs> you know what i mean did anybody bring the Ziploc baggies <laughs> i got this guys and now i got a condom though no, i got a rubber got a hat.
0: <laughs> as clark griswold once said eat my rubber all right <laughs>